Thunder Media. This week on Inside Motorsport, we look at Thomas Sargent, a young man who's moving his racing career from Australia to the United States of America. Here at Adelaide on a very hot Sunday and a one driver that is certainly hot on the driver market is Tom Sargent. Tom, 2020 has been another great year for your career, getting the GT3 Challenge Series under your belt and uh, what's that now, your fifth national or state championship since moving out of karts? Yeah, it has been, it's been a very awesome year. Um, if you tally them up, we won um, with CHE in, 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 in um, my past five years with them. We've won two, two state Formula Fords, one national and, um, and another national this year in Porsche as well. So four, yeah, and then um, we had a six hour outright win and a six hour class win. So it's been an absolutely awesome time with them. It's been an absolutely awesome year. And um, yeah, it's been really, really excited. You come from young in New South Wales, you team up with an ACT team. It seems like a, a very weird combination, but you guys have gelled together. Cameron and Colin have got such a strong engineering background. It's really worked for the way they've developed their cars. It has been. It's been, like I said, an awesome five years with them. When we, um, when we started out, obviously, in Formula Ford, we were looking at where to go, who to be with and stuff, and, and CHE seemed like the obvious, obvious answer for us, very close to home. Um, and had good success recently with Cameron winning the championship. So we thought that was the way to go about it. Um, and and in, in the end, I think it's proven that. We've had, like I said, very, very good success. Um, obviously, I'm not, I wouldn't have been where I am today and doing what I'm going to do next year without them. Uh, it's been really cool. There's been a lot of people on the way, obviously, besides Cameron and Colin, that have come in and helped with the team. But, um, yeah, it, it, we gelled with them quite well, and we've won a, a really lot of stuff. We've done well, and hopefully set the team up as well for have a good future with some good results and um, that should help them as well. And this year, the GT3 Challenge, of course, the cars changed this year, so that was a great time to come into the series. But how did you find the uh, progression from Formula Ford up to the GT cars? I found the progression really, really good. Um, what we learn in Formula Ford, and, and it comes back to why they are such a, a great learning category and why they are pop most popular, is because of the racecraft and the driving technique you learn. You know, it's although it's different to the Porsche. Obviously, you're going from you know an open wheeler to a sedan. The basics of how you apply your technique, your brake and throttle, your steering, it's all it's all the same. It's very very close to it. So the transition to Porsche is very you know I found very smooth and easy for me. Um, you know, it, it just it, everything in Porsche is a little bit more exaggerated. Obviously, you're going a little bit faster, you're a little bit heavier, you've got body weight and roll and everything. So. It, you know, it was quite just it was, it was easy though and obviously coming into a car and a team that had just won Carrera Cup with that exact car that exact team it made that even easier it came down to the fact that we knew the setup was you know bang on if not just there sort of thing so it came down to me and and obviously having Cameron so fresh in his mind as well he was really able to help me and my engineer Dianne as well who's been very successful with many categories it was really good to have them and push me along the way and I think that that showed in the end and why we got the result. Yeah, and as you mentioned, you had the Bathurst six-hour win outright, which was a fantastic effort. But you finished the year at the Adelaide Street Circuit in the uh, GT World Challenge event. A different style of racing completely to being in the GT3 Challenge Cup. 
For sure, it's massively different racing. You know, in in the Porsche in the Porsche series, it's we have one forty-five minute enduro race, but even then, that's still forty-five minutes of just sprint racing and qualifying laps. So a little bit different to this. Um, those guys at the front were definitely going hard at it today um, and over the weekend. But yeah, it, it is a little bit different. You know, we've got pit stops, uh, stationary time, and stuff. So we've got to factor all that in. Um, but it was really good for me. I got so many laps. I got three forty-minute races. So the amount of laps I turned around this circuit this weekend, and and it was. For us, it was a no-brainer to do this round. We we looked at my calendar for next year, and my my first, uh, my first I, I have street tracks next year, so my first street track was going to be Long Beach with IndyCar. So I thought, uh, we have I've never been in the street circuit, so I needed to do I needed to do some street track miles. And and this weekend was all about you know not not getting a result or doing a certain time or anything, but just getting acquainted with the street track, getting close to walls, feeling bumps, undulations, manhole covers, you know, all those type of things. So. It was really successful from my point of view for the weekend to, to train me up and hopefully when we hit the ground next year in the US, we can um, hit the ground running. How did you and Andy McElray come together to be able to sign up and be his first signing for his US-based team? It's an interesting story. My, my, my goal was definitely to, to stay in Australia here, do Carrera Cup, uh, and hopefully win that junior scholarship and follow that way, the same as Matt Campbell and Jackson Evans did. So we had a, it was interesting, it was a friend of a friend of a friend, really. Um, Andy Ticehurst knew John Evans, and, um, and John was very, uh, obviously, very recently done it with um, Jackson, so knew a lot about it, and he said, put, and Andy put us on to John, and said, oh, John said, what, you know, what, what do you want to do? And I said, I'll follow, follow your son, Jackson. And John said, I thought so. You should probably come have lunch with me. So we went up and had lunch with him, and John said, oh, I said, I think, I think the next best thing is the US. I think that's where you should look. And he said, Andy's looking at trying to do something like that. He hasn't, you know, he hasn't found a driver or anything, so he hasn't really committed on anything. So he said, you probably should go talk to Andy. So then we were put on to Andy, and that's where the whole kind of thing started. So I've known Andy for a fair while now. Um, I used to race his son, Hunter, in Formula Ford back in 2018. Uh, so it was... It was kind of it was quite easy to gel into that, and then um, it seemed like the obvious decision for us. We you know we were didn't have anything locked in for next year. We were kind of floating in between what we were going to do. So the opportunity was there, and the timing was perfect in my opinion. And you're heading to Mooresville at what stage to then set yourself up in America? Uh, my flight's booked for the 19th of January at the start of next year. So jetting off as early as we can. Um, like you said, we're going to be living in Mooresville, North Carolina. So. Uh, I'll be based based not far from the team, so my plan is to kind of work with the, work with the team, you know, get a bit of experience there, and then um, hopefully do you know, sim and, and training and that the other days of the week. So uh, everything, you know, nothing's locked in really yet as of what we're going to do. It's all kind of floating in the air, and I think we'll kind of go with the flow there. But um, yeah, it's very exciting. It's we're going to be very different. Obviously, you're going to be living you know, 14,000 k or so from from anyone I know so um but so it'll be good so at least I'll have the team there and nearby and then hopefully I've had made some really good connections with people like Will Power and Scott McLaughlin and obviously Hunter Andy's sons over there as well so it's really good to have those guys there and hopefully I can I can rely on them a little bit to help me out what do you know about the tracks you're going to have you jumped on the PlayStation or what have you done to start learning what you're going to be doing next year yeah, I've been getting on the sim, uh, that's that's for sure. So our calendar hasn't been released yet, so we've only got provisional kind of things. So I've been, every track though, I'm very lucky, is on the simulator pretty much. So I've been cutting as many laps as I can, and it's been very valuable, I feel. You now here in Australia, you can you can do laps on the sim, but it's not the real thing, obviously. So uh, for me, I've got no idea which way the track goes. I don't know if the next corner is left or right. So the simulator is really, really beneficial for me. So I've been doing as many laps as I can, and I'm going to be doing that all the way up until the 19th when I leave, that's for sure. You've been with 
Cameron and Colin Hill Engineering. I never know whether it's Cameron Hill Racing or Colin Hill Engineering. It's it's uh, one of those ones, but everyone knows that logo now because it's been so successful. What would you say to some people who are looking for a team to go to? Um, yeah, CHE, Colin Hill Engineering, has been awesome. So they're... they're Colin is an extremely, extremely clever man. Uh, teamed up with obviously his son Cameron, who's obviously just been signed for um, next year in the main game supercars. So he knows what he's doing. His driver train's incredible, and they've got a great bunch of mechanics they they take around with them. So, look, I, I cannot recommend them enough. Uh, I like I said, I, I'm not. I wasn't going to be here where I am without them. Um, the statistics that we have from being with them over the past five years, I've done. A, uncountable amount of laps and races and, and test days and I've only ever had one DNF which was my fault actually I, I crashed out in that one so I've not had a single mechanical drama nothing the car's been faultless all the time so and they they know the way too they, they, they know that the progression is to start at Formula Ford and work your way up so they've got that they've now got the connections they know people they know how to run a car uh, they're, they're a great, great, great team and they're, they're hopefully going to take it to the likes of people like Sonic and Macaray and stuff in those, in those aspects. Well, Tom, have a great Christmas and we're going to look forward to seeing how you and Macaray Racing progress throughout 2023. Thank you, Craig. Appreciate it. Thank you for being on. Now, if you're interested in motorsport books of all types, at our sister program, Inside Supercars, we've spoken to some of the more notable authors and publishers of motorsport books in Australia. And here's a taste of the conversations. Craig Lowndes talking about being a supercars driver at that time and what was involved. It's over at Inside Supercars at sportradio.com.au and I recommend it to you thoroughly. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.